listener. Welcome back to another episode of A Real Page Turner with Donnie Granza and Mara Maros. And today we have our Halloween special, right, Donnie? I think that's what we can call it, a Halloween special. Yeah, it is spooky season. <laughs> it is spooky season. And we are um, celebrating spooky season with the classic Dracula written in 1897 by Bram Stoker, which was converted into many films. We are going to talk about the cult classic from 1992, which Donnie, I'll let you inform everyone on. Yeah, so that, uh, this film uh, was directed by uh, Francis Ford Coppola, written by James Hart, and it stars uh, Gary Oldman, Winona Ryder, Anthony Hopkins, and Keanu Reeves. The film uh, was a pretty big success. It grossed over $215 million. And, and reviews of it were generally positive. It was nominated for four Academy Awards uh, and actually won three of them for its costume design, sound editing, and makeup. It was also nominated for its art direction. It kind of has an impact. It kind of just as far as like horror films and like vampire type films, I was reading that it, it kind of made an impact and changes in how vampires were portrayed on film at this point go, uh, going forward. I guess it kind of gave way to the the sexualization and i guess properness of uh, vampire type characters that prior to this they were more grotesque and just like unnerving this is you know made them more suave and have more personality i guess so very interesting. <laughs> yeah kind and the a- book it, the book is written in a series of like journal entries and diary entries and phonographs from Dr. Seward and Mina Harkin and Lucy, as well as Jonathan Harkins and the other gentlemen in the book. But most of them are all these, uh, you know, it's written in that type of form where it's not such a kind of a linear story. Like it, it does follow things um chronologically, but it's more so from different perspectives. So it has multiple points of view in the book that you know, kind of the story unfolds beneath that. And you could kind of get an insight to the character's thoughts during that book. And, you know, it is a little bit sometimes difficult to read. What I struggled with in the beginning was the numerous amounts of description. (laughs) And it does let you see the castle, but it is, it's very, very descriptive, which is a little bit long-winded sometimes, which I feel like some of, you know, those 1800 works sometimes are, but Overall, I mean, it was enjoyable. It's just I had always watched the Dracula movie because it was like out at the time of when I was in high school and probably pretty popular. And you know, when you get one of those in your mind, like it was really hard not to read the character of Mina in Winona Ryder's voice. <laughs> so, yes. you know, like, you, all, I don't know, like, it's just one of those movies that I always remember watching growing up and that you're you're familiar with. And yeah, I mean, I think there were some vast differences between that and the movie, yeah. between the book and the movie. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I had never seen this film before. I was only um, I was only four years old when the film came out. And I don't know why, but my parents uh, must have been busy and didn't take me to see it. So <laughs> it's perfectly acceptable for a, a four year old. Yeah, I'm just kidding. It is a no. bit racy. Yes, yes. And um, one thing I did notice that it does seem to kind of follow the book is just, as you mentioned, like the different perspectives. So like in the book, we have, um, in the book, there are uh, several letters and articles that, that you jump from there. And the film kind of followed close, 
closely to that, like jumping from perspective to perspective in the different characters. So kind of thought that was um, yeah. uh, a little interesting there. It did do that. Uh, yeah. the, the character that I was, that I forgot about, because um, I hadn't seen this in a long time, that they focus a lot on in the book is Renfield, who's in the like insane asylum um, in the psychiatric unit with Dr. Seward. And like that character, they really focus on in the book a lot, Renfield. And they do, they do cut to him a lot in the movie and kind of, you know, he's like, sees Dracula as his master. But in the book, they focus a lot about him. And I forgot that name because he kind of did his own. There's a spinoff of a movie that is just on Renfield. And when yeah, I was I reading it, I'm like, I think this is its own movie. And of course, I had to Google it. Yeah, it just came out a couple months ago, like Nicolas Cage. Right. Okay. I thought it was Nicholas Cage. Yes. yes. And now I'm kind of like interested like to watch it because I'm kind of like, huh, like I wonder where that picks up and yeah. how far back it goes. I've seen the uh, the original Dracula from 1931 with Bella Lugosi uh, there. And in that film, Renfield is a, a, you know, a much more prominent character and, you know, it shows him like on the, but it shows him on the, um, like on the ship and how he, you know, kill, kills the people on the ship. It doesn't show that, but the aftermath and, you know, I think, and it was a little, uh, interesting when, uh, when I watched like this film, he, uh, he's already in prison there. Yeah. I mean, and the one, I think the one major difference that I saw was really in the beginning <clears throat> of the movie. And I had to go back and read the book too, because they, it was very different. And they, in the beginning of the book, the movie, they show kind of the origin of Dracula. So they show him, you know, really going out and, you know, he's a warrior for his country and has to go out and, and he kills a bunch of people and then come and is coming back to his beloved wife who someone tells her wrongly on purpose that he's dead and she takes her own life. And then when he comes back and realizes that she's dead, he kind of pledges to be undead. And you see him like kind of stabbing the cross that you see at the end of the movie. And that's, I mean, in some way, shape or form during that process, he becomes Dracula, which the mo the book never tells you how he becomes Dracula. You know, they never get into that, which is okay. Um, But I think, you know, it there's that, that origin story almost that's in the beginning of the movie that you don't have in the book. Yeah. Cause I have read that Bram Stoker, he used like the historical figure of Vlad the Impaler as like the ins inspiration and kind of like suggested that he was the one that actually became Dracula. Uh, where, whereas that was just an inspiration. It's not like written anything, but in the film, they, you know, kind of leaned into that and went with that. So that, yeah. that I thought kind of interesting. Yeah. But that, yeah. And they, they say, I think in the movie, Van Helsing comes to that conclusion that he was Vlad the Impaler, but in the movie, I mean, in the book that never happens. So that it's interesting. I think, you know, and I think kind of the other, big difference is that, you know, Lucy is much more demure in the book. You know, she and Mina have this friendship and a lot of it's via correspondence. Um, I mean, obviously they're together as friends, but she is, you know, kind of much kinder in the book when she lets down the two gentlemen who want to be her husband and, you know, accepts Arthur. And, you know, she's just kind of more demure where I think she's very sexualized in the in the movie it, it's funny with with the book i i kind of wondered what was you know Bram 
Stoker's mindset because it's very suggestive that there is something going on between Lucy and and Mira on there and kind of the the letters they have just had this like this lovingly tone a tone that you wonder is was there some like lesbian subtext to it uh there and i think you know the film kind of um leans into that uh, as what well, as well you know it yeah. feels a lot there's a lot of different instances where it feels like prince for Coppola like took some things and just explored them further in, in the in the film uh so i definitely got like vibes from that between them that you know it could be suggested that they were more than friends and i did i did pick up on that i felt like it was kind of very a victorian kind of friendship i don't know that it was just they were close confidence and they you know were happy for each i i didn't pick up on that in the in the book at all um but maybe I just didn't read close enough, but I didn't pick up on yeah. that. But the movie for sure does. Like, I feel like in the book, Winona Ryder's character, Mina, is more so looking out for Lucy, right? Like, she stands guard when she's having nightmares. She makes sure she doesn't leave the room. Like, it's very almost like a caretaker role where the movie, they don't elaborate on that. They don't show all that. You know, it's it's not necessarily drawn out, which I know we've talked about before. You can't draw out those relationships like you can in a book in the movie, but they definitely kind of did. You you did wonder about that relationship in the movie, which I thought was, you know, fine, but it is, it was definitely a change. And I just, you know, there, the, I mean, I do, the only part where I felt like there was like in the book overt kind of sexual undertones, whereas when Jonathan Harkin's character was kind of went into that locked room where he shouldn't have been in the three vampires women kind of were taking um we're kind of you know helping him him out you know uh (laughs) really kind of taking advantage of him in there that that was kind of the only part where i really thought okay i know what's going on here um (laughs) but in the book i mean in the movie it's just you know there's a lot of there's a lot of uh sex in in the movie yes yes it was um yeah, very, very eye-opening. But yeah. and then I did like Anthony Hopkins' characters, Van Helsing. I did like Van Helsing. <laughs> I mean, he was definitely more quirky in the movie than I thought he was in the book. Yeah, yeah, you know, like he was more. He was definitely quirkier in the movie, but I did like his his um, character in the book too. But there, he had a spinoff too. There's a Van Helsing movie too. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's- it's kind of like a whole universe too, um, yeah. for, Dr- for Dracula. In fact, I, I read that Dracula is the se- the second most depicted char- character in film. Really? And and um and uh, and I'm blank and I'm blanking. I don't know who uh, what was number one, but yeah, second second most. It was uh, so that was kind of surprising. Like, yeah, but kind of true there have been many 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 adaptations of of dracula exploring that universe so yeah and i kind of like that you know i it's interesting that you know he wrote something so many years ago you know over a hundred years ago and people are still taking those characters and doing um creative work with them which is interesting i i did like that i did feel like the book you got more of how jonathan harkins was tortured in in the book Right. Like you see more of his descent into madness and trying to get out. And the movie kind of cuts that short a little bit. I mean, you see him escape from the castle, but um, they don't drag it out. Right. Like the book, like you see him making numerous attempts and trying to get into locked rooms and kind of how he goes 
a little bit mad there, which, you know, is is nice for character development. Um, and they kind of shorten that in the movie, which, you know, and I can't believe how young Keanu Reeves was. <laughs> it's funny with Keanu Reeves, I want to ask your opinion on this, because his character, um, while most of the performances were generally well-received by criti- uh, critics, his character... Um, his performance was rather criticized. So I wonder, like, what were your, what why, were your why thoughts? Why did they? Do you think? What did they criticize they, on his performance? They said like his poor English accent was like the one thing that they singled out there. Hmm. I didn't pick up on that, but honestly, I wasn't concerned with accents while watching the movie. Like that wasn't something yeah. that I felt was because I don't I don't know I didn't really feel like any of them had a great English accent <laughs> when I was watching it. But I liked Keanu Reeves' characters. Like I thought he came yeah. across as kind of how Jonathan Harkins came across a little bit in the book. You know, he was kind of I don't know what the word is like not flat, but you could tell he was you know traumatized a little bit, and you know he loved Mina. So I did not get that. I, I actually like the portrayal, but I like Keanu Reeves. So <laughs> maybe I'm biased. Um, <laughs> but I did, I did like yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't have a problem with it. That's one thing I don't, I don't think with, Keanu Reeves wasn't like a major star yet because this came out before Speed. So I believe, I think Speed was 94 when it came out. So it's like he wasn't, you know, a household name yet, I don't believe. I he was in what well, was after Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. So oh, okay. Yeah. He might have been pretty maybe pretty well known, but he was yeah. I'm trying to think when when so this movie was ninety two, right? Yeah. So he was already in it was before speed, but he was it, but it was already after Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, oh, okay. which I think is interesting because if you see him in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and then you put him in a movie like this, they're vastly different characters. So I think that kind of speaks to his acting, oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> when he tried out for the part or however they do it. But I thought that that was I liked him in it. And I, I love Winona Ryder. And I, like to me, when yes. you think about Winona Ryder's characters, like this for me, because I know this movie so well, is one of them that comes to mind. Yeah, it's funny. It's a lot different than what you said with uh, Keanu Reeves. That his like Bill and Ted is a lot, um, a lot different than this. But this kind of this does seem like like a film that would be right up Winona Ryder's alley. So yeah, <laughs> not like she's typecast, but yeah, and, and I. <clears throat> I enjoyed uh, the performances and um, Anthony Hopkins as well, who is Welsh like me. And he always, I've heard him talking in interviews about his Welsh heritage. So I think that's kind of cool. And he was the narrator too. Yes. Yes. In the, yeah. And I, I, Gary Oldman, I mean, my gosh, like the, the makeup, just simply him being both the old Dracula, like as him ate, like aged and, like, I thought he was, that was great. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, like, there was a lot of differences. You know, I think the end is, is different. You know, at the end, Mina has to make the decision to kind of kill Dracula. Whereas in the book, the others do it. You know, Helsing and he turns to dust and it's kind of right there. But the, so, you know, at the end, there's kind of that lover's um, decision, you know, because Mina is in love with him in the movie, but not in the book. She's not in love with him in the book. She's afraid of him, you know, although he pursues her because he reminds her of it. He thought he was his dead wife reincarnated. But th- that's a little bit that the, you know, the ending is different like that. And of course, you know, I think the the movie makes sense if you're making it kind of a love story. Very true. I didn't want to comment like on like the tech, uh, the technical aspects of it. Like you mentioned, you just mentioned the makeup and I think like winning the Oscar for the makeup, like 
think was very well like well deserved it was brilliant like look just amazing there between that and then like the the kind of like werewolf transformations in that was very um very impressive and the, and the costumes i think were really well done they were very fancy yeah they were elegant. but when you mentioned the werewolf you just made me think of something <laughs> so when lucy is outside of the the shadowy figure like bites her neck in the movie they show it was that werewolf character type but in the book i felt like it was dracula himself just being shadowy like did i miss that somewhere in the book like was he in werewolf form or was or did do you think they made it that way in the movie yeah. because in the book i took that it was just a shadowy dark figure that was representative that you knew it was dracula but it, in the book it was a werewolf and was that werewolf dracula like i was a little confused there yeah, I, I don't think that was in the book because, like, when the books were in 1897, I don't think, like, werewolves were a thing or anything of that sort. Um, werewolves really didn't become a thing until the movie The Wolfman in, in 1941. Uh, so, yeah, so I think, and obviously, you know, werewolf mythology has been done frequently on, on film over the years. So, not surprising that. We, Maybe they go that way as well. But no, I don't think there was anything like in the book that suggested that. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I mean, werewolves are all like part of mythology and folklore for a long time. But I didn't think they were part of Dracula's. Like they talked about wolves being his protector, which yeah. I think we see a lot in Dracula movies. But I think that was a little bit of a creative liberty in the movie that it was the werewolf who built, you know, as Dracula or whatever, that that was the form he took who bit Lucy. But I did not pick up that that, that that's, that's not really what happened in the book. I really thought it was what, what is his name that I really thought it was Dracula. And yeah. So anything else you want to talk about? No, sounds, sounds about good. I think we've about covered everything. So. Yeah. I mean, I love this movie. I'm just going to say it. And so maybe this is one of them. I loved it in 92 last night when I rewatched, it, I was like, Hmm. It's a little different than I recall, but I did recall it being very sex driven. Um, <laughs> but I did like, you know, and the book is, you know, I think it's a classic. I don't know how many people are reading it. I mean, you're not reading it in schools for sure, but it was, you know, it is one of those old books that is, that is good. But, you know, if you're looking for where the, where the source material came from for all of this, it's a good read. The test of time. Yeah. Well. Happy Halloween to all our listeners. And until next time, keep reading. And keep watching.